Growth Igniters Radio, episode 26. Three keys to staying aligned during transformation and growth. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of growth. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here is Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Good morning, Pam. It's great to be with you again, as always. And if this is your first time listening out there, the purpose of Growth Igniters Radio is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for leaders to take themselves and their companies to their next level of success. So Pam, what's up for today? Three keys to staying aligned as our organizations and companies transform and grow. You know, this is one of the most challenging issues we see with any type of organization, making sure that the strategy, the people, the processes, and the systems continuously support each other over the long term to get the outcomes that the company needs. Yeah, and, you know, people talk about alignment all the time and how important it is to be aligned. That's not really news, but, you know, it's, it's one thing to say it, and it's another thing to do it, especially as companies are going through big changes and transformations, growth, mm-hmm. M&A, uh, changes in management, even just as we're growing, adding infrastructure, how do we keep all that lined up? It's it's a challenge. Well, we came up with three keys. Okay. And the first key Go ahead. is to be aware of signs of the less obvious misalignment, because it's not all or nothing. Well, that's true. And as you know, I alluded, it's easy to know when you know I I think one thing and you think another, but sometimes we don't know that we're thinking different things. Uh, for instance, you and I have been talking about a report that was published by Domo and CEO dot com, a three hundred and sixty degree view of the CEO. They surveyed uh, about 1,500 people across section of companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they included a group of CEOs, executives, and then general employees. They broke them out in, in three uh, cohorts. And how the three different groups answered some of the questions about how they viewed CEOs, sometimes it corresponded. Uh-huh. And there, there, was, there was alignment, especially on some big, important things, sometimes uh, there weren't. For for instance, the question about what do CEOs view as a top priority? Right. The priorities was one of the big priorities sections. was a big thing. One of the things that they there was accordance is when looking at priorities, the executives, the CEOs and the employees all saw that or identified motivating and inspiring employees as a top priority. Mm-hmm. So across they the board, they were in alignment. They right were there. in alignment. And, and that's good. But here's something that they weren't as aligned with. Uh, The CEO viewed seeking ideas and input from employees and and executives as another top objective towards the top of the list. Mm -hmm. Executives and employees did not see that as, as high a priority. So the big question is, okay, we, we see things that are aligned. We see things that aren't aligned. How's that come out in behavior? Well, it comes out in a variety of ways, but 
the thing that's so interesting to me is that the CEO is thinking, mm-hmm. okay, this is my priority. Right. And the others, the executives and the uh, general employees were seeing something else and they were thinking something else. So they were perceiving it differently. Mm-hmm. And that happens not just in this, but in other kinds of issues. And to me, that's that's the real value of that study is how often we think one thing, which is sure everybody sees it that way, but it looks different in reality. Yeah, you've seen this uh, in your own practice, right? Absolutely. Uh, I remember going into one company where the CEO could not understand why the morale was so poor. Mm -hmm. Company was doing very, very well, exceptionally well, as a matter of fact. Financially. They were were having their best year ever. Mm And the thing he kept saying is, I don't understand why the morale is so low. And I said, well, what have you done towards this? And he said, well, I did a 360 degree feedback. Okay, so we've got the 360 degree feedback, but it wasn't really giving him what he felt was really needed. There, There was something that was missing. Okay. And so that's when I came in. And we said, well, let's get the information a different way. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up, actually, I ended up going across the country, going and working with different groups. We decided to do it that way for consistency and essentially work with people, get their views like focus groups, which was something that was a little different. And what came out? Can you guess? They weren't seeing eye to eye. Yeah. Well, there were a lot of things that were going on. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing was that they were seeing, just like in the DOMA report, Mm -hmm. the employees and the executives were seeing things happening, but they weren't necessarily understanding what was behind it. So because they were missing information about the context of what was happening. In fact, the company was transforming Mm -hmm. and there needed to be a lot of things that were happening. And it wasn't clear what was happening. And so with the lack of information, people start making up their own interpretations of why. And so the only thing that they could come to a conclusion of was, well, the company must be going out of business. Oh, so there's the truth and there's what we perceive or, or believe. And the belief always informs action. Well, that's right. You know, and also people crave information. Right. And if they don't get it from you, they're going to get it from whoever else they can get it from. So <laughs> even if they make it up. Always. Oh, I boy. mean, we all do that, not just in companies, but in real life. Okay. You so, know, in every life, I yeah, should say companies are real life. So what I hear you saying, Pam, is that misalignment, while sometimes it can be obvious, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I think one thing, you think another, it's not always obvious. And it can come out in ways that can really hit the bottom line, top line, in in a bad way. It it can, and it can also hit in a good way, I guess, if taking it and turning it around when people are aligned. But I want to also make the point in this that this company was not totally out of alignment. How else could they have had their best year ever? There were a lot of things that were going well. And just as in the Domo report, Mm -hmm. there were were definitely places where there was strong alignment. Mm -hmm. And it's important to recognize, again, as I started out saying, that it's not an all or nothing proposition. So 
once the CEO and the executive team mm -hmm. working together recognized where the particular misalignment was in this yeah. case with regard to the communication, they were able to start taking steps to increase the communication so that they could then become more aligned, once again aligned, and accelerate on the transformation, which is what they did. Okay, that makes sense. So just to sum up this section, all misalignments, not clear-cut and obvious. Yep. And what's important is to accept that as much as we all want to stay aligned, misalignment happens for really good reasons, like everybody's running right. uh, so quickly in a lot of directions. And the key is to become aware of it as early as possible so that you can take the early action and bring everything back in sync. Well, makes sense to me. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll discuss the second key to alignment, which is unraveling the mysteries behind the misalignments. Stay with us. You are listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated on the web at businessadvance.com. We enable successful companies to accelerate to their next level of innovation and growth. And if you like what you're hearing, tell other people about it. Go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 26, and use the share links for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at the top right of the page to tell your social media communities all about us. Use hashtag growthigniters. This will help us extend our reach to all of the people who can benefit from this series. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Scott and I are talking today about staying aligned, especially in the face of company growth and transformation. And in the first segment, we discussed the first key, which is becoming aware of the less obvious signs of misalignment. Okay, so we've become aware that maybe there's some misalignment going on. What's the second key for getting back into alignment during Look, transformation and growth? Looking for the real cause. Okay. So there's presenting issues, okay. which are easy to see or even not so easy to see, but they're the presenting issues mm -hmm. that are causing a gap. Right. And then there are the underlying causes. And there are usually multiple causes. Okay. So just another example yeah. is another client where uh, when I came into the picture, the presenting symptom was that there were warring factions, okay, warring groups. Okay. They were each trying to do each other's jobs which was very strange. And they were clashing about things that they were doing. They could, people couldn't let go. So these were separate functional areas. Okay. And the company, again, another very successful company, mm -hmm. and uh, they were transforming and growing. They couldn't figure it out. What ended up just cutting to the chase is mm -hmm. when we traced back to the root of those issues. It turned out that there were two executives who had significantly overlapping accountabilities. Kind okay. of interesting. They knew about it? They actually didn't know about it because <laughs> what had happened was the company was changing so quickly okay. that one of them started taking on accountabilities, not realizing that his colleague uh, had already taken on those accountabilities. <laughs> but okay. that happens, you know, okay. in real life. Yeah. 
which is where we all live. In real life, there's what actually happens. And when we're all running and we're trying to get something done, Mm -hmm. you do whatever it takes to get it done. You're not saying, well, is that in my job description? I mean, especially at the top, you want to get things done. So it can be very well-intentioned. Almost always is. Uh That tends to be the case, okay? Yes. Uh, So in this particular case, the accountabilities had to be sorted out, which elim- eventually eliminated the conflict and brought the areas back into alignment. Okay. You know, I remember another example that you uh, told me about back when you worked in corporate life, and uh, the president of the company came to a uh, general meeting and said, hey, people, I want us to be more efficient and effective. I want you to go back to your wherever you're working, and eliminate unnecessary work. Eliminate oh, you remember unnecessary. that. <laughs> I remember that thing. And I remember what happened. Too. Oh, yes. Well, I was jumping up and down going, Eureka, you've, you've finally figured out. Make my life easier. And everybody did. We all ran back to our offices. We were skipping practically. <laughs> and I said, what can I get rid of? And I said, I'll get rid of this. That'll simplify my life considerably. Uh-huh. And everybody else was doing the same thing. And it sounds great. Here's what happened afterwards. Somebody came back to me and said, why did you get rid of that form? Because actually it complicated my life. I needed that. I needed that in order to be. (laughs) And then uh, I said to somebody else, why did you stop telling me when you were doing uh, this particular change? And because it complicated my life. So what we realized is that you can't just do it in a vacuum you have to do it in alignment. Okay, so you ha- can aligned. have the rule of unintended consequences unless there there is alignment. So that's true. Okay, and so what what it presented as was all of a sudden people were having difficulty. There was conflict. There was missed deadlines. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what you're so seeing. So alignment alignment has to be done in sync okay. with others. That's certainly one of the keys. That's true. But you saw the symptoms. Right. But how do you know that you've gotten down to the real cause of the misalignment when you see it happening? Well, if you see an issue come back, what is it like a bad penny or yeah. something like that, yeah. uh, within a relatively short time, or it just keeps building, or you start seeing other related symptoms mm-hmm. showing up in close proximity as they'd done with the first company Mm -hmm. that I was telling you about, with the uh, warring executives, Mm -hmm. that's when you begin to suspect that you haven't really hit the real issue. And that was a lot of what I was talking about in my book, Preventing Strategic Gridlock. Okay, okay. I was calling that gridlock building, which you could also say is misalignment building. Okay. Is there anything else, though, that tells you that, aha, now, now I know what's really going on and I can start addressing it? Well, you also have to ask what may may be behind uh, all of the misalignment. Mm-hmm. What's reinforcing it? So, for example, culture yeah. uh, can often be, uh, aspects of culture uh, can come up. I am in the company that I was just talking about before, they had a get it done mentality. Really great. Mm-hmm. This is what we want. You know, we want... Uh, people who take charge and get things done. Right. The issue is that if you do that out of alignment, okay, you don't then coordinate. You uh, can run into some problems. Yeah, that makes sense. It's really important then to look below the surface and to keep asking what's going on, what could be going on, 
what could be going on. Well, that's right. Because, for example, also, you can have different solutions that you might try, like mm -hmm. might say, well, these people need training, or uh, maybe somebody's having somebody is responsible for this that mm -hmm. isn't. Oh. So again, the more that you dig deeper, mm -hmm. the more likely it is that you're going to get to the root of the problem. And that's the important point to keep in mind here. There's always more to the story, especially when misalignment is persistent. Okay. It's critical to look beyond the surface and figure out how you're going to address it. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with the third key to increasing alignment. Stay with us. You're listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We enable successful companies to accelerate to their next level of innovation and growth. If our conversation today strikes a chord with you, we invite you to follow up. Request a free 20-minute introductory consultation with us. Go to growthignitersradio.com and click the Open a Conversation with Us logo at the bottom of the page and enter Introductory Consultation in the question field. We'll follow up and explore how we might be able to help you and your company accelerate to your growth objectives. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been talking about the importance and the challenges of staying aligned, especially during the times where your company is growing and really transforming. So Pam, we've talked about the first two keys to increasing alignment and continuing to accelerate towards success, becoming aware of when you may be, your organization may be getting out of alignment and things start to happen that you don't necessarily want to have happen mm -hmm. or things you want to have happen don't. Mm -hmm. We also talked about the uh, second key, which is digging into the root causes, really going below the surface and finding out maybe why the misalignment is happening, not just addressing the, the symptoms. Now, uh, here's the biggest question. Uh, how does a company stay in alignment or if it's out, get back there? That's the multi-billion dollar question, isn't it? It can be, yes. Well, I like to say you need to focus on the outcomes. What is the business performance that should be happening? So, for instance, it could be gaining commitment on a strategy mm -hmm. and actions that are going to come from that strategy right. or particular goals and deadlines that need to be met. Mm -hmm. It can be very strategic or it also could be very executionally oriented. Well, that makes sense. And, you know, when you say pay attention to whether the outcomes that you need are happening, that means that people have to understand, you know, from the top down as much as possible, what those outcomes actually are. Mm -hmm. And there has to be accordance. So sometimes clarifying the outcome yeah. is not a straightforward kind of thing. Other times it's very clear, uh, such as uh, when I was working with one company and they said, we need to gain a commitment on a strategy as to how we're going to continue to grow. So it all depends, but the clarity on the outcome is where you need to start. Okay, another uh, right place you have to have clarity is how do you measure? How, how mm -hmm. do you know that what uh, is happening should be happening? 
And how do you know if there's alignment? You know, one of the things that uh, sayings I had on my wall in my office for many years before I joined uh, your company was something I heard from someone else. I don't remember where it was now, but it was, if you lived in a perfect world, how would you know it? I love that. Yeah. And it sounds a little, you know, Zen or, or cryptic, but I took it for, you know, if I lived in a perfect world, what things would be happening? What, what could I see? What could I measure? What could I use to determine, yeah, things are going the way they should be going? So if you apply that to the first point that I just made with outcomes, mm -hmm. if the, the outcome were being achieved, what would be happening? So you'd have certain outputs. Uh, People would be actually hitting their goals. Yeah. 90% of the time instead uh, of uh, 50% of the uh, time. You'd be hitting timelines You'd be achieving uh, whatever it is right. that, that has to happen. Right. Okay, so there you go. But you have to, in order to do that, you have to have means of measuring, means of establishing the metrics. So the metrics have to be in place. And it doesn't have to be onerous or yeah. overly complex. You just have to be clear about it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's the hardest part yeah. For for some very, very successful companies. That's true, especially when they are going through the change and the transformation. You say, because right now it should look like this, mm -hmm. but we're in constant transformation. So, but then even then you have milestones and yeah. and things that, on that nature. But if they change, you have to be, <laughs> make sure that you people have to know. Say, <laughs> in a transformational yeah. uh, situation, you have to be looking at this fairly often yeah. because the outcomes... And the measures of success are going to change much more often. Used to be the days of the three-year plan and then the <laughs> one-year plan. What is it now? I think it's the uh, three-month plan. Something like that. Uh, and staying even more constant than that in some cases. So we have to be on top of it. And another thing that is very important for staying aligned is deciding what makes sense to address yourself. Okay. And then when do you bring in the outside reinforcements and right. it it's uh something of course it's a cost and benefit kind of equation mm -hmm. and you have to be looking at it that way one of the things is looking at i mean are the issues persisting okay well of course <laughs> you know? yeah if you if you see something and you make a change and things start going the way you want them to go Mm -hmm. then you've done it. Well, that's right. So, but if the issues are persisting, mm -hmm. then you've got a certain amount of pain. And in my right. book, I called it gridlock is building. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's, but it's, it's not going away. And most executives, CEOs are going to be doing that. Yeah. Uh, so the second uh, way I think, and the way that a lot of people who are opportunity focused are looking at it is, I want to accelerate. Okay. I want to get there faster. Mm -hmm. So we're going along and it's not okay. If we continue on at the pace that we're transforming, mm -hmm. we're going to miss an opportunity. There's a window of opportunity that we can take advantage of right now. And it's worth uh, millions of dollars, potentially billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember a few clients where that was more the case 
than that there was a pain. Yeah. Or you could say it's the pain of desire to get there faster. We we know that we want to make this transformation to make this thing happen, mm -hmm. and we want to make it happen as fast and as effectively as we possibly can. That's right. So let's make sure that we have someone so, else giving that's us right. a So hand. it's time to bring in the outside yeah. reinforcements then. And the third, which is extremely important, mm -hmm. is the level of expertise. So if you're going to bring in an outside mm -hmm. uh, reinforcement, it's important to make sure that they have an understanding of what it takes right. for organizations to transform and some of the issues that get in the way, uh, especially the less obvious ones that they have experience uh, being able to identify and dig below the surface, right? Yeah. Because it would be very easy, as I said earlier on in this uh, episode, to look at something, say, "Oh, those people need training," or uh -huh. uh, "Those those people are the wrong people for the job," which wasn't the mm -hmm. case. So you've got to have some people that you have a, a feeling are kind of like organizational detectives, in a way. Yeah. And can get, get down to the root and of things. And understand the particular situation. And that goes growth. right along with the accelerating issue. Well, that's if you, right. If you bring in a high level of expertise, you have a, a higher level of confidence that you can move as, as quickly as you need to move. Pam, any uh, final thoughts uh, on today? With so many changes in the business environment and within companies, it's inevitable that some misalignment's going to occur. Right. But when you recognize that misalignment as early as possible and take the steps to go beyond the surface to address the underlying causes, mm -hmm. and most importantly, are very clear about the outcomes and measures for success and how you get there, you end up with less pain, greater gain, and you can accelerate your company's transformation and growth going forward. That's great, Pam. Thanks so much. And thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To check out resources related to today's conversation, share on social media, find out about upcoming episodes, or open a conversation with us, go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 26. Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to discuss with your team. So are we aligned? How do we know? And what's our evidence for that conclusion? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.